0: Hare Krishna! Welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. In today's episode, we will be studying the deconstruction of Mayavad philosophy uh, as we are reading from the 7th chapter of the Adalila, verse 119 onwards. So we will say our uh, Mangalacharan prayers and begin. Just a minute. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajyana Timiranthas Yagyana Anjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Guravena Maham Sri Chaitanyamanobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Vandeham day, Guru, Shri Yutapada Kamalam, Shri Gurun Vaishnavam, Shri Rupam Sagrajatam, Sahagana Raghunathan witham Tamsa Jeevam, Sadvaitam Savadhutam, Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Shri Radha Krishna Padan, Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan witham, <coughs> He Krishna Karuna Sindho, Jagatpate, Jagat Pate, Gope Shago Tapta Kancha Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshvari, Sute Devi, Pranamami Hari Priye, Vanchakal Patarubhya Sha, Kripa Sindhubhya Patitanam Pavane Bho, Vaishnava नमो ओम कृष्ण कृष्णप्रेष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते वेदांत स्वामी नितिनामिने नमस्ते Saraswati देवे Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesh Shunyavadi Paschatya Desh Tarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaitagada Dhar Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Rama Hare Hare <clears throat> So welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. We will go Today actually is going to be very very technical Very specific Philosophical um, So <laughs> It's not, uh, there's no stories or nothing like that Maybe with the explanation it will come, I don't know But it is very very uh, philosophical okay so this is actually the deconstruction of Mayavad philosophy in fact there is an interesting uh, portion here 7.121 if you see the last part of the purport Prabhupada is explaining many of the words of Shankaracharya how Shankaracharya explained he was deconstructing them deconstruction means basically uh, critical analysis with with very deep analysis and how This is wrong, you know, it's a it's a critical analysis. So he was deconstructing, then he said this in the end. All the aphorisms of the Vedanta Sutra need not be examined here, however, since we intend to present the Vedanta Sutra in a separate volume. So from here we can understand that Prabhupada wanted to actually give his commentation on the Vedanta Sutra as well. But anyway, Bhagavatam Srimad Bhagavatam is the natural commentary on the Vedanta Sutra. Um, so, in that way, we have a commentary. <clears throat> but the Vedanta Sutra itself, so it looks like Shiloh Prabhupada wanted to do. In fact, Prabhupada also said we, um, he wanted to do Ramayana, Mahabharat, Jiva Goswami, Shatsandar Bhaz. So, he wanted to do all that. <clears throat> but anyway, here we go. 7.119. So, I don't know if you remember, um what we did in our previous episode of chaitanya the last week we did not have but the week before that we we were uh, studying this how chaitanya mahaprabhu is uh, defeating this mayavad philosophy <clears throat> we will just go through the translations of the previous episode so this is where we started 7.111 all the way through 7.118 that's what we did in the last episode so According to direct understanding, this is 7.111 by the way. According to direct understanding, the absolute truth is the supreme personality of Godhead who has all spiritual opulences. No one can be equal to or greater than him. Everything about the supreme personality of Godhead is spiritual, including his body, opulence, and paraphernalia. Mayavad philosophy, however, covering his spiritual opulence, advocates the theory of impersonalism. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is full of spiritual potencies, therefore his body, name, and uh, name, fame and entourage are all spiritual. The Mayavadi philosopher, due to ignorance, says that these are all merely transformations of material, of the material mode of goodness. Shankaracharya, who is an incarnation of Lord Shiva, is faultless because he is a servant carrying out the orders of the Lord. But those who follow his Mayavad philosophy are doomed. They will lose all their advancement in spiritual knowledge. One who considers the transcendental body of Lord Vishnu to be made of material nature is the greatest offender at the lotus feet of the Lord. There is no greater blasphemy against the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Lord is like a great blazing fire and the living entities are like small sparks of that fire. So this is how uh, the situation instead of oh, everything in one like what the Mayavadis say. So he's explaining how actually he is like the fire and we are like the sparks. So he is beginning to explain the difference between the Supreme Lord and the living entities. The living entities are energies, not the energetic. The energetic is Krishna. This is very vividly described in the Bhagavad Gita, the Vishnu Puran, and other Vedic literatures. Now, we are also kind of energetic in one sense, because in this material world, like I have energy and with that, I display my energy in different ways. For example, like um, uh, say Elon Musk nowadays i'm mentioning him a lot for some reason <clears throat> now he has like three companies hmm? and one of them is uh, doing spacecrafts one of them is, one of them is doing cars one of them is doing um, they're digging underground like rats and then giving the boring company they are boring holes for transportation so now th- those are his energies his plans and then they manifest and then he manages that so everything is managing <clears throat> or even even if you see the who's that Mark Zuckerberg he has Instagram Whatsapp and Facebook and in each there are you know many many sub departments so in this way every every businessman you know he's the energetic He is the source of all this and then he found founded this and that and this and that now within that there are so many things going on but so he's the energetic and they are his energies Hmm so now whether these big big businessmen they are all who they are just living entities they are the energies of the supreme lord but his energies are such that some of them are partially energetic and they manifest their energy like this this businessman they they have started their own this thing and that is energy and in that energy also like for example uh, elon musk one of them is tesla the car company and car company means what that is his energy but in the car company there are so many officers there are so many you know people and so many machines and infrastructure financing and everything so there are more people there who are energetic who are using their energies to serve the mission of this elon musk like that even in a government the prime minister is there and then there are so many ministers under the ministers there are more and more so although it is his energy but in subdivided there are more energetic energies you know so they have energy but invested in them by the supreme uh, authority like the prime minister invests okay this much power for the say defense minister so that he can uh, draw up a budget he can you know decide on what uh, infrastructure to buy and who to you know lead the forces or you know how how the strategy should be done so he will leave it to him so in that way they exhibit their energy in service of the prime minister so in this way there are different kinds of energies the living entities are energies not the energetic so we're energies of krishna actually <clears throat> our real business is to use all our energy that we are invested with, by Krishna, in the service of Krishna. But we want to become separate CEO of our own or Prime Minister of our own universe, of our own thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they interpret in that way, some, some idiots, they interpret, Aham Brahmasmi means, I am spirit soul. But the Mayavadis say, Aham Brahmasmi means Aham Brahma, Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma. Brahma means the Supreme Brahma. Then why is there the word Parabrahma? Parabrahma and Brahma are two different, no? Of course, sometimes the word Brahma is used to indicate Parabrahma. But Aham Brahmasmi, it doesn't equate to Aham Brahmasmi. That is one. There are other class of rascals. The other day, I think a few months ago, I think, um, Dhira, Dhiraj Dheera, Prabhu, he was telling that another meaning also of aham brahma asmi means aham brahma asmi I am brahma lord brahma but the meaning there they interpret is brahma means the lord of the universe right so I am also a creator of my own universe of my tribe they say you know in western world they say tribe or my um, like you know in the for example social media they have some followers so all of them are, you know, like his followers, <clears throat> whatever he does, you know, people like. So that is his universe. They, this is their interpretation. Uh, I am the creator of my own universe, my own bubble. So in this way, people are interpreting in whatever way they want. This is rubbish. Hmm. Started by Shankaracharya, Because he interpreted it in his own way and thus encouraging other people to interpret in their own way. But the truth is, the living entities are energies, not the energetic. The energetic is Krishna. This is very vividly described in Bhagavad Gita, Vishnu Puran, and the Vedic literatures. So, that is actually, he explains here, how Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita. Gita Vishnu Purana Adi Tahate Praman. Now, he quotes one verse from the Bhagavad Gita, one verse from the Vishnu Puran. So we stopped at the Bhagavad Gita verse. Now today we will be continuing from the Vishnu Puran verse. So this we have read last week, I mean uh, two weeks ago. Besides these inferior energies, O mighty-armed Arjuna, there is another superior energy of mind which comprises the living entities who are exploiting the resources of this material inferior nature. Hmm? So with the living entities are the superior nature. Why we are superior? Because this matter is inert and we have we are not inert, we are living. And we have minute energy, energy we are actually minute energetic particles. Although we are energies that energy is invested with some you know, with some power that we can do something about this, this dead material place that's why this whole world is moving ya dharyate <clears throat> <clears> jagat <throat> dharyate means being conducted this cosmic manifestation is being conducted by the living entities the big the big movements of the you know planets and climate changes and all these are conducted by the demigods and the smaller movements like development of a city or a country or a company but even a house these are done by human beings and sometimes even animals they, they construct their own houses very very much more crude than the human houses in that way <clears throat> according to their capacity now we have read this this has been a long um, purport here Yes, uh, the last time now again this is even longer the first verse itself this is the, from the Vishnu Purana vishnu shakti para aprokta kshetrajna khya tatha para avidya karma sangyanya The potency of Lord Vishnu is summarized in three categories. Now this is summarized. Try to understand. <coughs> Namely the spiritual potency, the living entities and ignorance. Now each of these can be subdivided into many, many, many millions of subdivisions, energies. Hmm. Uh, Like in another place, Jiva Goswami was mentioning the 16 energies, uh, spiritual energies of the Lord. Now we know in spiritual energy, Antaranga Shakti, that is spiritual energy. In Antaranga Shakti, there is Samvith Shakti, Sandhini Shakti, Hladini Shakti. But there are many other Shaktis also. Uh, Unlimited actually. It is just summarized for our, something to fit into our brain. You know, the, the, the kind of categories. So this categorization is required for our assimilation of the real facts but the facts are multifarious it just assists in our study of those facts so the potency of lord vishnu um, is summarized in three categories namely the spiritual potency the living entities and ignorance which is maya the material energy The spiritual potency is full of knowledge the living entities although belonging to the spiritual potency are subject to bewilderment and the third energy which is full of ignorance is always visible in fruitive activities this is a purport this is a quotation from vishnu puran sixth canto seventh chapter verse 61 in the previous verse Quoted from the Bhagavad Gita, it has been established that the living entities are to be categorized among the Lord's potencies. The Lord is potent and there are varieties of potencies. Parasya shaktir, vividhaiva shruyate. Now they are called potency because, or energies, like we are also energies. Although we have kind of a little bit energetic nature. (coughs) In fact, all of his energies are ultimately persons. Like material energy. Durga, she is a person. Hmm. Antaranga Shakti, ultimately she is Shrimadhi Radharani, person. Like air is controlled by a person, Vayu. And then sun, you know, sunlight is again by a person. So everything is actually ultimately a person. So they have certain energy, but it is invested upon them. Like, they don't have any independent um, energy. Like uh, Krishna is Varat. Swarat means independent, completely. Whereas the others, we all are having energies, but we can only conduct ourselves under certain conditions. We cannot be as independent as the Lord and conduct our energies as we want. No. We have to figure out how to, you know, um, <clears throat> what is that? Not like Elon Musk, for example. He created these three companies, right? It's not that uh, he he just thought about it and it came into existence. No. He had to fight for it. He went through a lot of hardship to bring it up. Or countries. It's the same story. But the Lord did not have to undergo such tribulations to create. Sa Aikshata, Sa Asrajata. He saw and he created. Even in the Bible it is said... Um, <clears throat> the god said let there be creation and there was creation that is the power of the lord without any nothing in between no friction nothing let there be creation he thought and there was creation that is the supreme lord that is the real energetic now we we have to interact with other energies if we have to create something also we have to cooperate with other people so they are also energies and sometimes there are setbacks because of astrological influences like the influences of the planets different times where how we you know we 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 have sometimes good times, sometimes bad times (coughs) and according to how we interact with others and how we manage the resources that we have we have to you know think a lot to create even one small thing but the Lord effortlessly does it that is energetic so we are all energies now, in the previous verse quoted from the Bhagavad Gita, it, is, it has been established that the living entities are to be categorized among the Lord's potencies. The Lord is potent and there are varieties of potencies. Parasya Shaktir This is from Svetashvatar Upanishad 6.8. Now, in this quotation from the Vishnu Puran, this is further confirmed. There are varieties of potencies and they have been divided into three categories, namely spiritual, material and external. Sorry, spiritual, marginal and external. <clears throat> the spiritual potency is manifested in the spiritual world. Krishna's form, qualities, activities and entourage are all spiritual. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita 4.5. This is actually not 4.5, this is 4.6. That's a wrong number. Ajo Pisan Bhutan Amishvaro Pisan Prakritimsvam Adhisthaya Sambhava Atma Aakmamayaya hmm. Aakma Prakritim That is a material word. Aakmamaya is the spiritual energy. Although I am unborn and my transcendental body never deteriorates and although I am the lord of all living entities, by my spiritual potency I still appear in every millennium. In my original transcendental form atma maya refers to the spiritual potency when krishna comes to this or any other universe again universe means this material energy <coughs> there are a multitude of universes in the material energy when he comes he does so with his spiritual potency we take birth by the force of the material potency but as stated here with reference to the vishnu puran the kshetrajna or living entity belongs to the spiritual potency thus when we free ourselves from the clutches of the material potency we can also enter the spiritual world the material potency is the energy of darkness or complete ignorance of spiritual activities in the material potency the living entity engages himself in fruitive activities this is the primary feature of material energy avidya karma samgyanya tritiya avidya karma samgyanya when we are in avidya then we perform activities which bind us and that is karma samnyanya tritiya shakti that is the primary feature of this material world everybody is working um, and they are creating reactions by every single action that they take so that is called fruitive activities the living entity engages himself in fruitive activities in the material world thinking that he can be happy through expansion in terms of material energy This fact is prominently manifested in this age of Kari because human society not understanding the spiritual nature is busily expanding in material activities. The men of the present day are almost unaware of their spiritual identity. They think that they are products of the elements of material world and that everything will end with the annihilation of the body. Therefore they conclude that as long as one has a material body consisting of material senses. One should enjoy the senses as much as possible, because after that we don't know, it's all going to be finished, there's only one life, live it, YOLO, it's called YOLO, you only live once, Y-O-L-O, they're coming with all this kind of useless theories, <clears throat> therefore they conclude that as long as one has a material body consisting of material senses, one should enjoy the senses as much as possible, that's their theory. Since they are atheists, they do not care whether there is next life. Such activities are described in this verse as Avidya Karma Samyanyanya. The material energy is separated from the spiritual energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Thus, although it is originally created by the Supreme Lord, He is not actually present within it. The Lord also confirms in the Bhagavad Gita Matsthani 9.4 matthani ni, Everything is resting in me. This indicates that everything is resting on his own energy. For example, the planets are resting within outer space, which is the separated energy of Krishna. The Lord explains in the Bhagavad Gita Bhumi rapo kham mano vacha, ahankara me Earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence, and false ego, altogether these eight constitute my separated material energies. The separated energy acts as if it were independent. But here it is de- said that although such energies are certainly factual, they are not independent, but merely separated. But they are dependent on Him. Sarva Sarvabhutani. The separated energy can be understood from a practical example. I compose books by speaking into a dictaphone. And when the dictaphone is replayed, it appears that I am speaking personally, but actually I am not. I spoke personally but when the dictaphone tape which is separate from me acts exactly like me similarly the material energy and i want to stop here because there was one guru guru govinda swami who passed away in 1996 and he said and it is recorded he said Shabda Brahma cannot descend by tape. It has to come from the lips of a pure devotee and therefore you need to be able to see the lips. That means you must be able to, you must be in the association of a living person. You need a living guru, a guru who is actually alive right now. You mean Prabhupada is dead or what? Not only Prabhupada, every living entity. The first lesson we learn in Bhagavad Gita is that nobody dies. And what to speak of the spiritual master? Of course, by death means they say, oh, he is no more here, so you cannot directly take from him. And the thing that you hear from Prabhupada tapes, that is not Shabda Brahma. But here Prabhupada is exactly saying the opposite. He is saying, I spoke personally, but when the dictaphone tape, which is separate from me, acts exactly like me. So, his knowledge, his books, is the same as him personally. Otherwise, why are we reading Bhagavad Gita? We are directly associated with Krishna. How many times Prabhupada said, when we are reading Bhagavad Gita and when we are reading Bhagavatam, in every page, you know, the reader will uh, see Krishna. Every every page of the Bhagavad Gita is the instruction. We are associating directly with Krishna when we are reading Bhagavad Gita. Uh, Krishna is our constant companion in the form of Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam. We can always be surrounded. We can talk to Krishna like this. When we are reading actually we are you know taking in what krishna is saying we are hearing what krishna is saying that means we are having conversations with krishna so that is uh, you know that is uh, he is exactly acting acting like krishna <coughs> his uh, bhagavatam is called Granthavatar of krishna it's like krishna has um there are so many avatars right when he personally comes into this material world other than that he also has nam avatar which is the holy name. And Archavatar, which is the deity form. And the other form is Granthavatar. He can incarnate in many, many forms. Hmm. So, Granthavatar. <coughs> in the Sikh religion, they have Guru Granth Sahib. Sahib means, you know, master, like Sir, like that. Granth Sahib, they say. And they worship the Grantha as good as God. The word of God. So, we also... We also worship the Srimad Bhagavatam. And worshipping means we have to read and follow. So orders of the spiritual master, the instructions, everything is there in the (coughs) his books and his audio, everything. (coughs) Excuse me. So when we are, you know, associating with this, we are directly with the spiritual master. There's no question of not being with the spiritual master. Hmm. This is nonsense. Yeah, this is, a, this is an article that we wrote. YOLO theory, the wrong and the right. You only live once. Why it is wrong? Because the materialists say, oh, this body, as long as, you know, born and die, and that's it, that's your existence. So that is wrong. But actually, <coughs> it is right in another way. That you only live once. That we don't die and take birth, die and take birth. Actually, we live. We only change our bodies. So in that way, eternally, actually, we live only once. We, We were always existing, always existing, that is once, that is just one continuous, one continuum. We only take, just when we are taking a different dress, putting on a different dress every day, that does not mean we are dying and um, we are finished and then we are again born. (coughs) The body is finished, we are not. So we actually only live once, so that is the right part. Now. This is the Tatva Darshan episode video I did on uh, the same thing, Yolo philosophy, wrong and right. <coughs> so, I, I will leave all these in the comment section. I mean, there are already in the comment section of the Facebook, but even when it's reposted on YouTube, we will have these resources available in the description. <coughs> Similarly, the material energy originally emanates from the Supreme Personality of Godhead <coughs> But it acts separately as though uh, although the energy is supplied by the Lord This is also explained in the Bhagavad Gita Prakritihi suyate sacharacharam 9.10 This material nature is working under my direction O son of Kunti and it is producing all moving and unmoving beings Under the guidance of our superintendence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead the material energy works As if independent, although it is not actually independent. In this verse from the Vishnu Puran, the total energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is classified in three divisions. Namely, the spiritual or internal potency of the Lord, the marginal potency or kshetragnya, the living entity, and the material potency, which is separated from the Supreme Personality of Godhead and appears to act independently. When Śrīla Vyāsadeva by meditation and self-realization saw the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he also saw the separated energy of the Lord standing behind him. Apashyat purusham pūranam māyāṁ chata Where is this stated? 174 of srimad Bhagavatam. <coughs> Bhakti yogena manasi samyak pranehitemale Apashyat purusham pūranam māyāṁ chata Thus, he fixed his mind, Vyasadev, perfectly engaging it by linking it in devotional service, Bhakti Yoga, without any tinge of materialism. And thus, he saw the absolute personality of Godhead along with his external energy, which was under full control. So, he saw the Supreme Lord and he saw the external energy, Apashrayam, under full control, Mayam. Mayam chatad Apashrayam under his full control so this is Vyasadeva also it is confirmed Krishna said it in the Bhagavad Gita and Vyasadeva also saw it like that and even in the Virat Rupa Arjuna saw that everything was under the control of Krishna and all the workings of the universe the birth and death of all the you know the warriors in the battlefield and everything everything is within the control of the lord who is going to die who's going to live you know everything is in under his control vyasadeva also realized that if uh, realized that it is this separated energy of the Lord, the material energy, that covers the knowledge of the living entities. Yes, so let's go back there. Hmm? See, he saw the material energy under full control. In the next verse, it is said, "Yaya sammohito jiva." Now, this is the marginal energy. So, this statement in the Vishnu Puran is again confirmed here by the witness of Vyasadeva. He actually saw this thing. You see, Avidya Karma and Kshetra The living entity is spiritual, and that is in the Vishnu Puran, it is said, 6, 7, 61. It is spiritual, but it can be overwhelmed by Maya. So, due to this external energy the living entity although transcendental to the three modes of material nature thinks of himself as a material product and thus undergoes the reactions of material miseries so the marginal energy marginal energy is compared to the the beach you know the shore of the ocean now the beach is land actually it is land so sometimes when there is high tide it is the, that part is covered by the water now this is considered then we will consider that part as the ocean and then when there is low tide then again the land is exposed so similarly we are actually uncovered by material nature but when there is high tide of the material nature which only happens because of our willingness our willingly wanting to become or come under the control of Maya when we want to become separate from the Lord separate enjoyer we will be put under the control of maya and that's how we will be overpowered by this this maya but you see there is so much land that is not at the beach that land is not covered you see by by the ocean that land is not covered it is only that you know so this so similarly there are so many souls in the spiritual world that have never come in contact with maya at all never were always serving krishna and they always have been we are few who actually came here and that few is already unlimited hmm. the vast majority are uncovered actually <coughs> so he saw all these things and he also saw anartho pasamam shakshad bhakti yoga loka chakre satvata, now, the mission. Now, when he saw the reality, okay, Krishna is there, Maya is there under his control, and then there are living entities who are under the control of Maya. Who is under the control of Krishna? Living entities are under the control of Maya. That Maya is under the control of Krishna. So, this he saw, and they are bewildered and they are suffering. So, now he is thinking of how to release them because they don't belong here. They. Paropi Manute uh. Nartham. Atmanam Trigunatmakam Paropi Manute Anartham Anartham You see, Anartham means things not wanted. Tatkritam Chabhipadhyate. So, his his existence in this material world is unwanted. It is it is not uh, something which is desirable. Because his nature is different. It's like if you see a fish out of water. I mean, nowadays they eat, but you know, uh, a compassionate person he will see the fish out. Oh, he's struggling. It is put the fish back into the water. So, like that, Vyasadeva, when he saw the whole truth, then he took compassion. Then he understood, then he said, this is his observation. Anartha upashamam sakshat bhakti yogam ajanato vidvams samhitam Now, this anartha unwanted existence, this unwanted, this is unnecessary that we are here. Upashamam how to, you know, this mitigation, how to mitigate this this um, useless existence. That is only possible by Bhakti Yoga. To who? Adhokshaja Krishna. Adhakrita akshaja jnana iti adhokshaja smritaha. That means, um, all knowledge, all endeavours of knowledge, all endeavours for knowledge fall short. In understanding him. That is the meaning of the word Adha, uh, adha Krita Aksha Jagyanam Aksha Jagyanam means Aksha means the eyes Aksha also means the words. In the Sanskrit alphabet the first one is you a, 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 e, e, All these vowels first. And then there's consonants. In the consonants the last one is ksha So Aksha Ja. Ja means beginning or you know, akshaja means beginning with these letters. That means every words are composed by these letters. So, by any amount of explanation or by any amount, akshaja means uh, beginning with the eyes. That means our five senses. Either with our senses or with the knowledge that is formed of the alphabets, we can everything falls short. Adha, adha krita, iti adhokshajasmrta. So everything will fall short. Adha means below Hmm. that's why his name is Adhokshaja so he is not understandable by our endeavours with our senses with our Jnanendriya or Karmendriya so Akshaja the letters means the Jnana and Akshaja with our senses means the Karma with our knowledge acquiring senses or even our working senses Hmm. so he is beyond our Jnanendriya and Karmendriya and even our Mana and Buddhi also he is beyond we cannot understand him but Bhakti Yogam, if we engage in His service, then Upashamam, Anartha Upashamam, all this unwanted existence will be finished. But the people of the world don't know. Lokasya Ajanato. Therefore Vidvam, 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 Vidwam's Chakra. Vidvam, this uh, learned Vyasa Dev, Chakra means to compose. Satvatasam Hitam. The scripture in the mode of pure goodness. Satvaka. Sattvata in relation to the supreme truth. Hmm. Sat means truth. Sattvata means relation to the supreme truth. So Satvata samhitaam. This is the, the, this mentioning the Srimad Bhagavatam. So this is why the great sages write scriptures. So Acharya's business is to write these books, just like Shri Prabhupada has written books, six Goswamis has written books so this is their contribution for the world to enlighten them of how to come out of their suffering therefore they write books and they propagate Hmm. creation of the or composition of the literature is one thing but then it has to be distributed now if you create a good product for example but if you don't market it you're not going to have sales right Marketing can be anywhere, either by advertisement or by word of mouth, either way. So, like the six Goswamis, for example, they composed. Srila Prabhupada, he distributed. Of course, he also um, composed in a way that he commented on it. But then he distributed it far and wide by engaging his disciples, book distribution. First of all, he composed the books and then arranged for the printing and everything. That's why printing press is the distribution of this knowledge. So, the product is important but if the distribution is not there then it will not affect the people that we wanted to affect in the first place with the product. Vyasadev wrote this Bhagavatam to help the people. He wrote. But then it has to be distributed. So, Śrīla Prabhupāda is empowered to distribute it all over the world. Of course, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, then Baksidāna Saraswati Thakur, then Shri Prabhupāda. Of course, even before that, Narutumdaras Thakur. Shamananda Pandit, um, Srinivasa Acharya, they were also distributing. But the scale at which it is now, unprecedented. Unprecedented. So, Loka Sajanato Vidvams Chakra Satvata Samhitaam. So, by, by the scripture, he wanted to help suffering souls. Yasyam Vai Shruyamanayam Krishne Paramapurushe Bhakti Rutpaddite Pumsaha Shoka Mohabhaya Paha. So, if we read from the Srimad Bhagavatam, what is the effect? Shruya simply by giving oral reception to this Vedic literature, Bhagavatam, Krishne Paramapurushe We will get the feeling of devotional service, love for the Lord. And that's a fact. If one reads books of Srila Prabhupada, which is Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, one will automatically get the devotional mood, the proper mood of a devotee. And then Shoka Paha once one is so, once the knowledge is so clear, like the sun, purāṇa arka adhunodhitaḥ Another verse is there, 1343 Bhagavatam. So it's arka, purāṇa arka. Arka means sun. The sun-like purāṇa. Āditya Vagyanam 5.16 bhagavad Gita. tesham Āditya vajjānam Prakashayatitat param Jnāne na tuta dajjānam Yesaṁ nāśitam ātmanah so when we have knowledge then it is like the sun illuminates everything Bhagavad Gita 5.16 when however one is enlightened with the knowledge by which nations is destroyed then his knowledge reveals everything as the sun lights up everything in the daytime so similarly yasyam vai shruya manayam krishna paramapurushe Bhakti utpadyate Pumsaha. There will be the feeling of devotional service, and shoka, moha, bhaya, apaha. So, uh, lamentation, illusion, and fear, everything will run away. The darkness of illusion is gone. Uh, everything is clear. So this is how the whole uh, mission of the acharyas is. So anyway, coming back to the point. So, when Srila Vyasadeva, my meditation and self-realization, saw the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he also saw the separated energy of the Lord standing behind him. Vyasadeva also realized that it is this separated energy of the Lord, the material energy, that covers the knowledge of the living entities. The separated material energy bewilders the living entities, Jivas, and thus they work very hard under its influence not knowing that they are not fulfilling their mission in life. Unfortunately, most of them think that they are the body and should therefore enjoy the material senses irresponsibly, since when death comes, everything will be finished. This atheistic philosophy also flourished in India, where it was sometimes propagated by Charvak Muni, who said, Ranam kritva Gritam pibet, yavad jivet, sukham jivet, bhasmi bhutas kutah His theory was that as long as one lives, one should eat as much ghee as possible. In India, ghee or clarified butter is a basic ingredient in preparing many varieties of food. Since everyone wants to enjoy nice food, Charvak Muni advised that one eat as much ghee as possible. One may say, I have no money, how shall I purchase ghee? Charvak Muni, however, says, if you have no money, then beg, borrow or steal. But in some way, secure ghee and enjoy life. For one who further objects that he will be held accountable for such unauthorized activities as begging, borrowing, or sti- and stealing, Charvak Muni replies, "You will not be held responsible as soon as your body is burned to ashes after death. Everything is finished, so don't worry about this karma or you know I will pay for this. No, no, no. Finish everything is finished. So do whatever you want, enjoy life, live life king size. So this is then uh, next life we'll live life beggar size, uh, not just beggar, you know, like uh, a <laughs> criminal." But, he, he, he has no idea of life after death. So, Charvak. So, this is called ignorance. From the Bhagavad Gita, it is understood that one does not die with the annihilation of his body. Nahanyate Hanyamane Shari Re 2.20 <clears throat> The annihilation of one body involves changing to another. Therefore, to perform irresponsible activities in the material world is very, very dangerous. Without knowledge of the spirit soul and its transmigration, people are allured by the material energy to engage in in many such activities as if one could become happy simply by dint of material knowledge without reference to spiritual existence. Therefore, the entire material world and its activities are referred to as avidya karma samgyanya This is a very, very detailed explanation. In order to dissipate the ignorance of the human beings who work under the material energy which is separated from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Lord comes down to revive their original nature of spiritual activities. Yada Glanir Bhavati Bharata 4.7 Bhagavad Gita As soon as they deviate from their original nature, the Lord comes to teach them. Sarva Braja This is what He teaches. My dear living entities, give up all material activities and simply surrender unto Me for protection. Bhagavad Gita 18.66 It is the statement of Charvak money that one should beg, borrow or steal money to purchase Ghee and enjoy life. Ranam, Gritam, These uh, Thus even the greatest atheist of India recommends that one eat Ghee, not meat. <laughs> so there is some merit to Charvak. <laughs> At least he said Ranam, I mean uh, Gritam. Gritam means Ghee. Still he did not say meat. Although he was a sense-enjoyer and a classic atheist. was still... (laughs) Thus, even the greatest atheist of India recommends that one eat ghee, not meat. No one could conceive of human beings eating meat like tigers and dogs, but men have become so degraded that they are just like animals and can no longer claim to have a human civilization. (laughs) At least Charvak is still human. eh? But nowadays they are not even considered human. <clears> That's <throat> interesting Actually, Prabhupada gave some merit so gave some what is the credit to Charvak at least he's eating ghee <laughs> 7.120 <laughs> The Mayavad philosophy is so degraded that it has taken the insignificant living entities to be the lord the supreme truth thus covering the glory and supremacy of the absolute truth with monism now in the previous two verses uh, three verses he chaitanya mahaprabhu said the lord is like the fire and the living entities are like the sparks of that fire so it is vast difference between the fire and the spark and he explained from bhagavad-gita and vishnu puran he quoted one one verse each so now he showed how um, they are just energies of the supreme lord now he is coming back to the point that you see that is the real truth by from the scriptures but the mayavad philosophy is so degraded that it has taken the insignificant living entities to be the lord, the supreme truth thus covering the glory and supremacy of the absolute truth with monism to consider the spark as equal to the fire large fire that is that is complete uh, rubbish offensive, blasphemous now purport Shura Bhaktivinoda Thakur comments in this connection that in all Vedic scriptures <coughs> the Jiva the truth of the living entities is mentioned to be one of the energies of the Lord if one does not accept the living entity to be a minute infinitesimal spark of the Supreme but equates the Jiva with the supreme Brahman or the Supreme Personality of Godhead, it must be understood that his entire philosophy is based on a misunderstanding. Unfortunately, Pad Shankaracharya purposely claimed the jivatattva or living entities to be equal to the Supreme God. Therefore, his entire philosophy is based on a misunderstanding and it misguides people to become atheists whose mission in life is unfulfilled. The mission of human life, as described in the Bhagavad Gita, is to surrender unto the Supreme Lord and become His devotee. That is the actual mission. But the Mayavad philosophy misleads one to defy the existence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and pose oneself as the Supreme Lord. Thus it has misguided hundreds of thousands of innocent men. In the Vedanta Sutra, Vyasadeva has described that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is potent. And that everything material or spiritual is but an emanation emanation of his energy or potency. Potent and potency. Shakti, Shaktiman and Shakti. Shaktiman means the possessor of Shakti. The Lord, the Supreme Brahman, is the origin or source of everything. dot 1.1.1. Srimad Bhagavatam. And all other manifestations are emanations of different energies of the Lord. This is confirmed in the Vishnu Puran Whatever we see in this world is simply an expansion of different energies of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Who is exactly like a fire that spreads illumination for a long distance although it is situated in one place. This is a very vivid analogy. Fire now, there is fire. Now, there is fire. Now, fire from the fire, there is light, there is heat and there is smoke. Now, heat is not fire, light is not fire, smoke is not fire. But fire has a form heat does not have light does not have smoke does not have smoke has some some kind of a form it takes on form also so you see the energies that are coming from fire various energies and they all serve different things like one gives light one gives heat warmth and one gives um, uh, smoke so each of them have different uh, ways of acting but all of them are coming from ekadesha sthitasya agner agni so it is sitting sitting in one place but it is distributing into, you know, depending on the size of the fire, the light like sun, you know, sun is full of fire the light and heat can be felt even on earth which is millions of miles away that is an example you see so like that although the lord is in one place in the spiritual world his energies are expanded all throughout So that is the analogy given here. Different energies working in different ways and they're expanded everywhere. This is a very vivid analogy. Similarly, it is stated that just as everything in the material world exists in the sunshine, which is the energy of the sun, so everything exists on the basis of the spiritual and material energies of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Now we know that everything exists because of sunshine so it's resting in the sunshine uh, with, without sunshine plants cannot make food uh, i mean plants cannot grow and the entire food chain is, is um, you know uh, affected nobody can live so sunshine is essential everything is resting on sunshine all life um, <coughs> so similarly just like with the sunshine is nothing but the energy of the sun Similarly, the energy of the Supreme Lord, which is material and spiritual, the everything is existing, the spiritual world is existing by the spiritual energy and the material world is existing because of the material energy. So, his energies are um, withstanding everything or sustaining everything. <clears throat> Thus, although Krishna is situated in his own abode, Goloka evanivasati akhilaatma bhuta Brahma Samhita 5.37 where he enjoys his transcendental pastimes with the cowherd boys and gopis huh? Krishna is just enjoying there he is nevertheless present everywhere even within the atoms of this universe this is the verdict of the Vedic literature unfortunately the Mayavad philosophy misguiding people by claiming the living entity to be the Lord has created havoc throughout the entire world and led almost everyone to godlessness. By thus covering the glories of the Supreme Lord, the Mayavadi philosophers have done the greatest disservice to human society. It is to counteract these most abominable activities of the Mayavadi philosophers that Lord Chaitanya has introduced the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Hare Hare Nama Hare Kevalam Kalau In this age of quarrel and hypocrisy, the only means of deliverance is chanting the holy name of the Lord. There is no other way. There is no other way. There is no other way. People should simply engage in the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra for thus they will gradually come to understand that they are not the supreme personality of Godhead as they have been taught by the Mayavadi philosophers but are eternal servants of the Lord. As soon as one engages himself in the transcendental service of the Lord he becomes free. Maam, chajo avyabhichārena one who engages in full devotional service unfailing in all circumstances at once transcends the modes of material nature and thus comes to the level of brahman Bhagavad gita 14.26 therefore the Hare krishna movement or krishna consciousness movement is the only light for the foolish living entities who think either that there is no God or that if God exists, He is formless and they themselves are also God. These misconceptions are very dangerous and the only way to counteract them is to spread the Hare Krishna movement. So that, Basically, the whole world is now Nervisesh and Surnivadi. So, our movement is the only only refuge for the entire world. We can just give it in writing that. We are the only hope for humanity. Hmm. Other than this, other than this movement, there is no other movement that can help. This is, you may say, oh, these guys are really, you know, fanatic. But actually, this is based on fact. Not simply blindly we are saying, fully, fully substantiated, that only our movement can save the world. So therefore, just like Vyasadev, See, that is what happens when we um, have knowledge. See, Vyasadeva, he saw with knowledge that Krishna, he saw Krishna and behind him he saw Maya fully under his control. So, this is the knowledge. Now, this is not seen by others. Others don't see all these things, right? They just see the Maya and they don't even think there is Maya. This is, they think there is reality and then this is life. And that's it, one life, live it, that's all. But he saw the entire perspective. Oh, this is Krishna. And he is a Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then there is Maya. And that Maya is bewildering the living entities. Hmm. And the living entities are being bewildered. And the, this, this kind of existence of the living entities is unnecessary. anarthā. And that has to be revived. They have to be saved from this miserable condition. Uh, then, you know, he, he felt compassion and he wrote the Bhagavatam. So a preacher a devotee can become a preacher only if he studies the knowledge with, with knowledge as we read Prabhupada's books we are enlightened with knowledge and then we will act on it and when we understood and when we got, we have become saved then we will oh there are so many souls that are suffering let me help them so that is the mood of a preacher how can I let them to suffer you see srimad Bhagavatam. 5. Five. Seventeen Customs <traditional sword> vayamtad abhigno vipaschit avidya yamantare vartamanum drishtwa punastam sagrunah kubuddhim Prioja yet utha If someone is ignorant and addicted to the path of samsara, how can one who is actually learned, merciful and advanced in spiritual knowledge, engage him in further activity, uh, fruitive activity and thus further entangle him in material existence? If a blind man is walking down the wrong path, how can a gentleman allow him to continue on his way to danger? How can he approve this method? No wise or kind man can allow this. Now, if a blind man is walking towards danger, if I am blind, I will not know that he is walking towards danger and I I will not do anything to save him. But once our eyes are opened, the spiritual master He opens our eyes. You see, there is also stated in the Bhagavad Gita, we get knowledge from the spiritual master. And after that, what happens? Once we have the knowledge, what we will see then? Having obtained real knowledge from a self soul, you will never fall again into such illusion. For by this knowledge, you will see that all living, entity, living beings are but part of the supreme. Or in other words, that they are mine. And now they are suffering in this material world. That's what we will see. Jasadev also, after hearing from Narad Muni, he saw. Mm. And then, he engaged himself in the welfare activity for all such suffering souls. If you see chapter 5, text 25. Labhante Brahmanirvanam You see him. Who understands that uh we are spiritual and nothing to do with the material world. I don't need to be, you know, um attached to this material world. And they achieve Brahmanirvanam. They achieve, you know, liberation. And Labhante Brahmanirvanam, such liberated souls, I mean they will attain liberation, but what kind of people? Rishyaha, Ksina Their sinful activity have become completely nil devoid of all sins. How that happens? With jnana. See, that's 436. And actually 437. Let's look at 437. Yathai dham se samit dhog nir basmasat kurute arjuna jnanaak nehe sarva karma ane basmasat kurute tatha. You see? As a blazing fire, turns firewood to ashes so arjuna so does the fire of knowledge burn to ashes all reactions to material activities so our knowledge burn to ashes all reactions to material activities with no possibility they will revive bhasmasat so with knowledge we can come to the you know we can become enlightened and then avidya karma when we are in avidya we will engage in karma like if we are in um, ignorance then we will engage in fruitive activity trying to be happy in this material world and all these things start with avidya but if you have vidya then we we don't engage in karma so future karmic reactions are stopped I mean future karma is stopped and the reactions will be stopped but even the past reactions will be burnt now that is the first thing so their sinful activities sinful reactions become nil then what happens they are uh, this duality dual uh, duality on the conception of duality oh this is my friend this is my enemy this is favorable this is unfavorable this is hot cold and tall short you know man woman all these duality which with with which we interact. Ragadvesha. Our attraction and repulsion. These are all duality. And these happen because of Matras to Bahes Parashesha Asaktadma. So this Bahes Parashesha. There is this external uh, contact with the material world. So with knowledge we can understand that we have nothing to do with the material world. So Chinnat Dvaidha. All the duality will be torn off. Cut. Cut away and when we see everything properly then we'll work you see those who are beyond the dualities that arise from doubts whose um minds are engaged within who are always busy working for the welfare of all living beings and who are free from all sins achieve liberation in the supreme So, they are actually qualified for liberation. So, we have to come to the point of Sarvabhuta Hita. Hmm. We have to benefit them. So, that comes with knowledge. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Preach this message. Yare dekha tarika krishna so, unless we are convinced, how we will preach? Right? We don't have to be a big scholar to preach, but we have to be convinced to preach. So i may not be able to quote all references from here and there but i must be convinced and that conviction will come from reading knowledge so that's Shri prabhupad wrote all these books day and night he was writing so much effort he took he put into writing these books and if we don't read then we cannot grow we will remain in the third class platform and we will have no compassion for the fallen living entities and therefore we cannot do any welfare activity to benefit them. So going back, so the only way to counteract them is to spread the Hare Krishna movement. So we need many many preachers in this movement. We need many people who go out and establish temples and conduct programs and bring invite people create a sustainable program where people can regularly come and associate with devotees. That's what shall Prabhupada, uh, you know, preaching doesn't mean only sharing some quotes or, you know, some uh, giving a lecture. This is not only preaching. Establishing temples and the service must go on and then the um, people must be engaged in such service. This is all preaching. The hiterata, You have to benefit. So, we have to create centers where people can come and congregate and chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So, that is our missionary activities too. Solve all the problems of the world. We are not just one of the many religious organizations. Okay, we will, we have to dominate the entire scene. Hmm? What is that? Kalistas krita Yogo. What is that? Kalawakritayogam dasya. Kalistas krita Yogaya. Vishnu Dharma, Vishnu Uttar Purana. Kalau Krita Yugam Kalistas Kalistasa Krita Yuge, Kalistasa Krita Yuge, Yasya Chetasa si Govindo Hridaye, Yasya Nachyutaha. So, Kalau Krita Yugam dasya. for one who has Lord Govinda in his heart, Satya Yuga becomes manifest in the midst of Kali. So, if we have to change this Kali Yuga to Satya Yuga, or make it like Satya Yuga, that everybody is happy, everybody is. Then, yes, chetas si govindo. So, the govinda should be in the heart of everyone. Of course, he is in the heart of everyone, but nobody knows. So, we have to make people aware that Krishna is right there with him and he is the supreme enjoyer, supreme. Uh, um, what is that? owner and supreme friend of everyone. And once they have this, yes, cheta si govindo, kala o krita yuga and kalisthas krite yuge hridaya yasena achyutaha and conversely even satya yuga becomes Kali yuga for one who does not have the infallible lord in his heart so of course the devotees are very aggrieved by seeing the condition of Kali Yuga, how people are suffering so such devotees um, are it was only possible to come to the stage when we have some understanding of the philosophy not some understanding we have to be thoroughly convinced this is the only way and we have to really help them Um, so the preaching and all should go on not in the mood of oh I want to be known as a big preacher I want to be known as the person who has helped no 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 we just help focus is not not at all on us it is how to help how to engage in service of Krishna by broadcasting his glories and helping all the suffering souls of the universe hmm (coughs) <coughs> That's why Prabhupada said that, you know, that famous video clip is there and when he was sitting on the Ratha that cart and he's saying if, if everybody become, you know, take to Hare Krishna chanting and become devotee and the whole world will be Vaikuntha, there will be no more misery. So, that is satyauga Vaikuntha in fact. Uh, Vigata Kuntha, yes, Vaikuntha. There's no more anxiety anymore. All the things that are going on in the world right now is because they are not devotees. Our movement is the only hope for humanity. And therefore, we have to We have to be thoroughly convinced. We're not like, oh Prabhu, I want to work also and chant also. I mean, those who are already stuck, you know, in the, they, they let them try. And let them support those who are trying to push on this movement. But for the rest of us who can join, we should just think of nothing else just but enjoying this and become a soldier in this army in our fight against Maya in our fight against the Kali Yuga. This is the most important mission in the whole universe the most auspicious job, opportunity that nobody wants to take Nobody No, no Prabhu I I will work, I will chant I'm not saying no I'm not saying but there is not if somebody is already stuck and you know he also must hear and that's why householders must invite sannyasis to their home why of course in not possible every householder you know invite sannyasis that's why we have temple where the sannyasis are there and the householders come and meet the sannyasis <laughs> either way they have to meet <laughs> those who are renounced and those who are attached they must meet because the renounced people they are always want to They want to help. Everybody come out of this, they release them from this bondage. So, the Grihasthas must hear from the sannyasis or the renounced people who have dedicated their lives to the service of Krishna. So, usually, previously, of course, there were monasteries, there were temples. uh, But also, the travelling mendicants, they used to travel and you know, go home door to door. Nowadays, you know, there are so many doors, you know, you cannot even enter dogs are barking or security guard is there at the at the gate, no, no, no you cannot enter, who are you, you know uh, so trespasses will be prosecuted and all this. so nowadays sadhus are not welcome at home so sadhus have a home, a temple and the grasses must come to this place <laughs> so either way they have to meet and then there has to be constant hearing you know so although it is a little bit, you know, oh, I have to leave I have to, you know, I have to like Dedicate my life to this, but this is what we need to hear. See, 714 Bhagavatam, first verse. Yudhishthira Vacha, he is asking Narad Muni, Grihastha Etam Padavim vidhina Yena Chanjasa Yaya Devarise Bruhi Madrasho Grihamudhadhi Maharaj Yudhishthira inquired from Narad Muni, O oh my Lord, O oh great sage, kindly explain. Kindly explain how we who are staying at home without knowledge of the goal of life may also easily attain liberation according to the instructions of the Vedas. Please explain to us how can we do this. Shri Naradhu Vacha My dear King, those who stay at home as householders must act to earn their livelihood and instead of trying to enjoy the results of their work themselves they should offer these results to Krishna Vasudev so if somebody is working fine it is, but what is that? they should offer the results of their work to Krishna they should donate the result of their work is money right? so yeah they have some uh, maintenance and all these things but whatever is possible you have to be. whatever we gain we have to give it to the Guru How to satisfy Vasudev in this life can be perfectly understood through the association of great devotees of the Lord. Therefore, next verse. Shrinvan Bhagavato Abhikshnam. Abhikshnam means always. Right? Yeah, Abhikshnam means always. Shrinvan Bhagavatah Abhikshnam. Shrinvan Bhagavato Bhikshnam. Avatara Kathamritam Shraddadhano Yathakalam. Upa Upashanta Janavritaha. Satsanga ch- chanakai sangam Atmajadishu Vimunchen Swayam svapnavadutthita Very nicely described. Agrahastha must associate again and again with saintly persons. And with great respect he must hear the nectar of the activities of the Supreme Lord and His incarnations as these activities are described in Srimad Bhagavatam and other Puranas. Thus one should gradually become detached from affection for his wife and children exactly like a man awakening from a dream. So, this is how we must rise ourselves. And if the family is all engaged in Krishna's service, that is proper engagement. So this is how we must hear all these things. And for those who are not stuck in Gryastha life, you are in a fortunate window of time. Especially the, the boys who are not married yet. Fortunate window of time. You can decide now. You know. And actually, it's not like a choice. Even if one wants to become a grahastha, one has to still become a Brahmachari. Then only he will become a proper grahastha. Otherwise, he will be swept away nicely by the window of Maya. Nicely. And thrown far, far away. So, we have to Dedicate our life. We have to dedicate our life to Krishna. We have a big, big mission, huge service to uh, you know accomplish. We need an army, huge army. So going back. Only way to contract is to spread the Hare Krishna movement. Vyasera Sutrete kohe parinamavad. Vyasabhraantabhalitaro uthailavivad In his Vedanta Sutra, Srila Vyasadeva has described that everything is but a transformation of the energy of the Lord. Uh, Shankaracharya, however, has has misled the world by commenting that Vyasadeva was mistaken. Thus, he has raised great opposition to theism throughout the entire world. Uthhailavivad opposition purport again a very very long purport but so this is where it gets very very technical very philosophical very um, specific so Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur explains in the Vedanta Sutra of Srila Vyasadeva it is defined definitely stated that all cosmic manifestations result from transformations of various energies of the Lord. Now, now remember this word, transformations. Mm-hmm? Because, that is Vaishnava philosophy, but, uh, or the actual fact, but the Mayavadis, headed by Shankaracharya, they say, there is not transformation of the Lord's energy, it is illusion of a transformation of the Lord itself. And that Lord, we are actually also Lord. We and the Maya, I mean, this material energy, we are all just... Um looking like we are separate from the Lord, it's an only it's an illusion only that we are separate from the Lord. We are actually one with the Lord. We have to remove that illusion. Everything is actually Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma. Everything is Brahma, but we are we are seeing in this way that is our illusion, so we have to become one with Brahma again. So it is a very very stupid philosophy actually. But you know, he, he successfully cheated the whole world, yeah. upon the order of Lord Narayan, of course. Shankaracharya, however, not accepting the energy of the Lord, thinks that it is the Lord who is transformed. He has taken many clear statements from the Vedic literature and twisted them to try to prove that if the Lord or the Absolute Truth were transformed, His oneness would be disturbed. So it is like saying, um, now there is a, in a country there is prime minister and there is so many ministers and he takes up different different projects, maybe road development or you know housing development or defence development, or external affairs and you know um, external uh, policies with other government, bilateral or all the relations with other governments. So he takes up many many projects, health, you know. So that does not mean because he has taken up a project he has become. You know, he has transformed into those projects. Now he is no more in existence. No. He takes up millions of projects or thousands, but he is there still as a person. Similarly like like we have to, again in the beginning of the class, we have talked about Elon Musk. Now he has three companies: one is the car company, one is the spacecraft company, one is the tunnel company, boring company. So in this way he is under the underground, on the ground, and in the space, he is trying to transport. Some transportation he is trying to do now he is opening many ventures first Tesla the car company then the SpaceX the space company and then there's the now the boring company now he these are all his energies but he's himself he is still there as Elon Musk he did not change how many factories he opens of those cars and how many you know spacecrafts he builds, how many boring company or even if he starts many other businesses in the future many other technologies he is still there as a person so that is what we understand from uh Upanishad. Um, you know the it is quoted in the, as an invocation for Ishopanishad as well. Om Purna Madha, Purna Purnat Purna Purnasya Purnasapurna Madaya Purnamevava So even if complete units come from the supreme complete whole Krishna, and each of them are complete in themselves. But he still remains the complete balance. It's not that he has become something else now. It's like father. He is producing a son and he can produce like 10 children. But the father and mother still exist as persons. Not that they transformed into these 10. Two people now transformed into 10 people. No. That is stupidity. So, explain explained this kind of philosophy. So, again, let's read that sentence again. Bhaktivinoda Thakur explains in the Vedanta Sutra of Śrīla Vyāsadeva it is definitely stated that all cosmic manifestations result from transformations of various energies of the Lord. Sankaracharya, however, not accepting the energy of the Lord He does not believe in any energy of the Lord. Everything is Brahma and it is one indivisible truth. The only reason we see it divided in many different forms in many different ways is because of our illusion. That illusion has to be mitigated and we will again see the reality that everything is sarvam khalvidam brahma this is his he has no idea of the many energies of the lord because he doesn't know the lord or he does not he did not explain the lord as the energetic person Hmm. Shankaracharya, however uh, not accepting the energy of the lord thinks that it is the lord who is transformed He has taken many clear statements from the Vedic literature and twisted them to try to prove that if the Lord or the Absolute Truth were transformed his oneness would be disturbed. Hmm. Thus he was accused sorry thus he has accused Srila Vyasadeva of being mistaken. In developing his philosophy of monism therefore he established Vivartavada or the Mayavad theory of illusion. So his is Vivartavada illusion and ours is Parinamavada if you see the. You see, Parinam vad. This is Parinam. So, the consequence or the byproduct or transformation. But he is telling Vivartavad. It is illusion. It is not illusion. It is a fact. The material nature is also a fact. It is coming from the supreme fact. It is also a fact. Like father is a fact, son is a fact. That is all will be explained in purport now. Let us read it. In the Brahma Sutra, which is also Vedanta Sutra, second chapter, first aphorism, 2.1. The first aphorism is as follows. Tad Ananyatvam Arambhana Shabda adibhyaha. Commenting on this sutra in his Sharira Bhashya, Shankaracharya has introduced the statement Vacharambhanam Vikaro Namadheyam from the Chandogya Upanishad 6.1.4 to try to prove that acceptance of the transformation of the energy of the Supreme Lord is faulty. He has tried to defy this transformation of energy in a misguided way, which will be explained later. Since his conception of God is impersonal, he does not believe that the entire cosmic manifestation is a transformation of the energies of the Lord. Now energies can only exist when there is an energetic, but because he doesn't believe believe in an energetic person, So, the energies have no this thing. It's just one thing. Brahma. And then... So, it's very, very stunted understanding. So, since his conception of God is impersonal, he does not believe that the entire cosmic manifestation is a transformation of the energies of the Lord. For as soon as one accepts the various energies of the Absolute Truth, one must immediately accept the Absolute Truth to be personal, not impersonal. See? A person can create many things by the transformation of his energy. For example, a businessman transforms his energy by establishing many big factories or business organizations yet he remains a person although his energy has been transformed into these many factories or business concerns the mayavadi philosophers do not understand this simple fact simple fact their tiny brains and poor fund of knowledge cannot afford them sufficient enlightenment to realize that when a man's energy is transformed the man himself is not transformed but remains the same person Prabhupada said, the car is Ford, but Ford is not the car. The Ford did not become all these cars now. The car is yes, Ford. The brand Ford is there. So, similarly, this whole material world is a Krishna's energy. His brand is there. But that does not mean he is that uh, material energy. No. So, this is the understanding of Achinta Bheda Bheda Tattva. Not believing in the fact that the energy of the absolute truth is transformed, see. Not believing in the fact that the energy of the absolute truth is transformed, not the absolute truth is transformed. Hmm. Shankaracharya has propounded the, his theory of illusion, vivartavada, instead of parinam Vada or you know vikaravada, whichever way you want to call it. This theory states that although the absolute truth is never transformed, his theory is that his theory of illusion is that. Um, The Absolute Truth is never transformed. We think that it is transformed. Although the Absolute Truth is never transformed, we think it is transformed, which is an illusion. Sankrasara does not believe in the transformation of the energy of the Absolute Truth, for he claims that everything is one and that the living entity is therefore also one with the Supreme. This is the Mayavad theory. Srila Vyasadeva has explained that the Absolute Truth is a person who has different potencies is a person who has variety of potencies merely by his desire that there be creation and by his glance sa aikshata he created this material world sa asrchata or in the bible it is said let there be the god uh, god said let there be creation and there was creation that is the lord so that is his potency sa aikshata sa asrchata after creation he remains the same person he is not transformed into everything one should accept that the Lord has inconceivable energies and that it is by His order and will that varieties of manifestations have come into existence. In the Vedic literature it is said Sat vikara udahartaha. This mantra indicates that from one fact another fact is generated. From one fact another fact is generated. For example a father is one fact and a son generated from the father is a second fact thus both of them are truths although one is generated from the other this generation of a second independent truth from a first truth is called vikara or a or transformation resulting in a byproduct so there are six transformations of the body right um in other words in other sloka there is nine transformations the uh, I mean, even calculating the the existence in the womb um, <clears throat> so first of course it's in the womb in a seed like stage and then it grows into this, this fetus and then finally it comes out and then there's growth uh, there's birth first of all and there is growth and then there is um, you know staying for some time like you know this middle age and producing some byproducts, so that is also one of the Vikara. Hmm. And then dwindling, and then death. So the nine nine stages. Let's look at. Um, let's see where it is explained. Hmm. It? It? Hmm. Eleven twenty two forty nine, Shimad Bhagatam, Atmanaha Pitra Putra Bham, Anume, Yo, Bhava, Piao, Nabhava, Pia, Vastunam, Abhigno, dvaya Lakshanaham. Let's see. No, not this. Wait a second. <laughs> not, this, not this, not this, The Lord has described the nine stages of the material body beginning with the impregnation, gestation. Okay, gestation. Let's look at that word. Because that. Hmm, 47. Come on. Sorry, this is the one. 11, 22, 47. Janmani Balya Kaumara <laughs> Yauvanam vayo madhyam jara amrityur ityavastha stanor nava nava means nine impregnation first gestation birth infancy childhood youth middle age old age and death are the nine ages of the body so in this age while in the middle age or youth or something there are byproducts so those are the changes so there is a vikara and that kind of vikara there is you no know, byproduct you see it is independent fact created it's like the tree is there the fruit is also a fact and it is separate you know it is separated and then that fruit can you know has seeds and you can generate another many many trees like that so let's go back it's called vikara generation of a second independent truth from a first truth is called vikara or transformation resulting in a byproduct. the supreme Brahman is the absolute truth and the energies that have emanated from him are and are existing separately such as the living entities and the cosmic manifestation are also truths. This is an example of transformation which is called Vikara or Parinam, Parinam uh, To give another example of Vikara, milk is a truth, but the same milk uh, may be transformed into yogurt. This thus yogurt is a transformation of milk, although the ingredients of yogurt and milk are the same. So in this way the milk has become yogurt. But in the in the in the Lord's case, it, although it is vikar, it is byproduct, parinam. The vikar also many vikaras are there. Now milk to yogurt, that is transformation, um, and that is also, of course, one of the energies of the Lord. But the Lord is not transformed. Hmm. <clears throat> so in the in the case of uh, father and son, father is still there, son is byproduct. So in the Chandogya Upanishad, there is the following mantra: "Aitad atmyam midam sarvam." This mantra indicates, without a doubt, that the entire world is Brahman. The Absolute Truth has inconceivable energies, as confirmed in the Shvetashvatar Upanishad 6.8 and the entire cosmic manifestation is evidence of these different energies of the Supreme Lord. That is a fact. The Supreme Lord is a fact and therefore whatever is created by the Supreme Lord is also factual. Everything is true and complete, Purnam. But the original Purnam, the complete Absolute Truth, always remains the same. The Absolute Truth is so perfect that although innumerable energies emanate from Him and manifest creations which appear to be different from Him, He nevertheless maintains His personality. He never deteriorates under any circumstances. It is to be concluded that the entire cosmic manifestation is a transformation of the energy of the Supreme Lord not of the Supreme Lord or absolute truth himself it is a transformation of his energy not of himself who always remains the same the material world and the living entities are transformations of the energy of the Lord the absolute truth or Brahman who is the original source in other words the absolute truth Brahman is the original ingredient and the other manifestations are transformations of this ingredient this is also confirmed in the tai 3 opanisha 3.1 Yato imani jayante. this entire cosmic manifestation is made possible by the absolute truth the supreme personality of godhead in this verse it is indicated that brahman the absolute truth is the original cause and that the living entities jivas and the cosmic manifestation are effects of this cause the cause being a fact the effects are also factual there are not they are not illusion just like father is a fact we cannot say the son is illusion uh, there is no sun. What is this? No, no he is also fact, he is also existing. Uh, they are not illusion. Shankaracharya has in- inconsistently tried to prove that it is an illusion to accept the material world and the jivas as byproducts of the Supreme Lord. Uh, because in his conception, the existence of the material world and the jivas is different and separate from that of the Absolute Truth. It is an illusion. It has nothing to do with the absolute truth it's just an illusion under which we see the, all these differences uh, the illusion has to be taken out so it has nothing to do with the absolute truth so with this jugglery of understanding mayavadi philosophers have propagated the slogan brahma satyam jagan mithya which declares that the absolute truth is fact but the cosmic manifestation and the living entities are simply illusions or that all of them are in fact the absolute truth and that the material world and living entities do not separately exist it is therefore to be concluded that Shankaracharya, in order to present the Supreme Lord, the living entities and the material nature as indivisible and ignorant, tries to cover the glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He maintains that the material cosmic manifestation is Mithya or false. But that is a great blunder. See, the glories of the Lord, He has created such wonderful manifestation. Even this material world, although it is a place of suffering, but it's, it is so beautiful because it is done by the Lord. Even this prison house looks so beautiful, because that is the artistic nature of the Lord. So that just glorifies how beautiful the Lord is. That even the worst of His energies, which is Maya, which whose um, business is to bewilder us, even that Maya is so beautiful to look at. The worst of His energies. We cannot say worst because it is actually not worst in our viewpoint only. For the for the thief, police. If the police come, that is the worst thing that can happen. But for the (laughs) lawful citizen when the police pass by he feels protection ah okay if something happens police are right there they are patrolling they are taking care of this area so both see the same thing but they feel different so actually maya is not worst of his energies but her her activity is to bewilder so in that way it is not a very even the lord also does not like us to suffer and that's the maya's business to make us suffer so, in that sense, it is a kind of in the worst. But even that is so beautiful. What kind of artistic nature the Lord has. So, immediately the glory of the Lord should be, uh, you know, thought, thought upon or thought of. But, by saying that this is not the energy of the Lord, this is just illusion, actually everything is one. We are feeling it is separate because of illusion. So all the so-called beauty is actually illusion. It is not a fact. if I if I see a painting, I say, "Ah, this painting is not a fact. It, is, it doesn't exist." That is an insult to the artist. He has done with such care and attention, and then nicely done. And you say, "Ah, this painting is useless. It is not existing. It is, it is some rubbish, illusion." what is that? That is a great insult to the artist, right? So similarly, it is very is offensive he maintains that the material cosmic manifestation is mithya or false but that is a great great blunder if the supreme personality of godhead is a fact how can his creation be false even in ordinary dealings one cannot think uh, the one cannot think the material cosmic manifestation to be false therefore vaishnava philosophers say that the cosmic creation is not false but temporary it is separated from the supreme personality of godhead but since it is wonderfully created by the energy of the lord to say it is false is blasphemous. The Lord created it so wonderfully, like just like the artist wonderfully paints something, and then you say it is uh, rubbish. It is not existing. It's an illusion that you are seeing this painting. Actually, he did not do anything. There is nothing actually. That you are illus— you are something wrong with you that you are seeing a painting there. <laughs> so that is a nonsense to talk, you know. Uh, to say that it is false is blasphemous non-devotees actually sorry non-devotees factually appreciate the wonderful creation of material nature but they cannot appreciate the intelligence and energy of the supreme personality of godhead who is behind behind this material creation even the scientists oh the creation took place and the universe is this many over this many years old it is so much big and this one that one. but who created all these things no attribution to the lord zero attribution to the lord hmm. Sripad Ramanujacharyam, however, refers to a sutra from the Aitareya Upanishad 1.1.1. atmava idam Agra asit. Hmm. Agra means before. Agraja means elder brother. Anuja means younger brother, right? Why? Agra means before. Ja means Janna. The one who was born before. He is Agraja. Elder brother. Anuja, means after him. So, Atma va idam agra asit Which points out that the Supreme Atma, the, uh, the Absolute Truth existed before the creation, agra. One may argue, if the Supreme Personality of Godhead is completely spiritual, how is it possible for him to be the origin of creation? And have within himself both material and spiritual energies. Now, this is the question. Did you understand? The question is if he is completely spiritual, then how come he is uh, origin of creation which is material? That means he has within himself material and spiritual. That means he is partially material and partially spiritual. How come he is all spiritual? How come he is completely spiritual? If some of his energies are material. To answer this challenge, Sri Jacharya quotes a mantra from the Taitri Upanishad 3.1. That states Bhutani Yena Jatani Jivanti Yat Prayanti Abhi Abhi hmm. This mantra confirms that the entire cosmic manifestation Vishanti Samvishanti means enters again. Jayanti means to be created. Yena Jatani Jivanti means to stay. Yet prayanti prayanti means destruction. And Abhisam Vishanti means to enter back into Him. So, <coughs> this mantra confirms that the entire cosmic manifestation emanates from the Absolute Truth, rests upon the Absolute Truth. Yatha Yena Jatani Jivanti. Whatever has been created like that, Jivanti exists on Him. And Yath Prayanti is annihilated also by his by his you know will. And abhisam vishanti after annihilation everything enters. So Bhutani that means all living entities and also the creation, everything. Everything enters into the body of the Lord. <coughs> this mantra confirms that the entire cosmic manifestation emanates from the absolute truth, rests upon the absolute truth, and after annihilation again re-enters the body of the absolute truth, the supreme personality of Godhead. The living entity is originally spiritual and when he enters the spiritual world or the body of the Supreme Lord he still retains his identity as an individual soul. In this connection, Sripad Ramana gives the analogy that when a green bird enters a green tree it does not become one with the tree. It retains its identity as a bird. Mm-hmm. Although it appears to merge within the greenness of the tree. To give another analogy, an animal that enters a forest keeps its individuality, although apparently the beast merges with the forest. Hmm. Similarly, in material existence, both the material energy and the living entity of living entities of the marginal potency maintain their individuality. Thus, although the energies of the supreme personality of Godhead interact within the cosmic manifestation, each keeps its separate individual existence, merging with the material. spiritual energies therefore does not involve loss of individuality according to uh, ramanujapad's theory of vishishtadvaita vishishtadvaita although the all the energies of the lord are one each keeps its individuality Vaishishtya. individuality so this individuality is there in everything so the lord he is completely spiritual but his energies we can work differently and each has his own individual it's not that oh because there's material energy now he also be material no it doesn't come to him it's a separate energy its individuality is maintained it's separate hmm. my separated energy so hmm, just like a electrician he can make electricity into a heater or a cooler or a you know, rotator like a fan whichever way he can manipulate it and make it into whatever or make it into a you know, a computer program. Now live streaming is going on here. And this is possible because of electricity. As one of the factors. If there is no electricity, we cannot do this also. So it can be transformed into so many things. Hmm. So like that, Krishna's energy is there and it manifests in Parasa Shaktir Vividhaya but everything has its individuality like you see um, now from the electricity now there is light there is heat or there is cooler everything fans or computers um there is also um, but computer is a separate entity phone is a separate entity. there's a phone so everything like heater is a separate thing see although electricity is being transformed the thing that transforms it, it has a name, and that exists individually. This is a heater. This is a cooler. This is an air conditioner. This is a light. This is a um, what is it? Speaker giving sound. Hmm. Or this is a computer to do many other things. And even in the computer, there are individual apps, which again maintain their individuality. Like in this, in this iPad here, this is an iPad, and in this iPad there are many apps. Each app is different. You now this is called Pocket vedas Hmm. So, in the pocket Vedas, there are also so many verses and each verse is individual by itself. So, everything has its individual existence. Hmm. <clears throat> shripad Shankracharya Shankaracharya has tried to mislead the readers of the Vedanta Sutra by mis- misinterpreting the words Anandamayo Bhyasada and he has even tried to find fault with Vyasadeva. All the aphorisms of the Vedanta Sutra need not be examined here, however, since we intend to present the Vedanta Sutra in a separate volume. So, I have shown this line at the beginning of today's episode. So, this is interesting that actually Prabhupada, it looks like Prabhupada wanted to translate the Vedanta Sutra also in English. So, he did not explain in much detail here, um, but um, he wanted to write. Of course, we have Srimad Bhagavatam, which is also... Uh, commentary on the Vedanta Sutra itself but actually on the Vedanta Sutra refuting all these Mayavad arguments so that kind of book Prabhupada wanted to make from this line we can understand that so that's an interesting thing we can find now it's already 9.30 I don't think we can go much further than this I think I'll I'll stop here this is not as long but still long and there may be many many sub explanations or things like that but anyway we will we will revisit this in the next week so i'll stop here i'll take any questions that are there Okay, Dhiradas Hare Krishna Prabhupada, modern educational systems are making everyone into top right atheist, even though they may be from religious, pious family still after taking them to modern education they even doubt on the existence of God so is there hope for any change? now the change we are the only hope our movement is the only hope so we have to build this movement we have to have sufficient devotees to come to a level where we can establish systems of education like Sri Prabhupada actually established the Gurukul system of education but now it is transformed into something else but anyway we have to we have to take up that service so we have to establish systems of education systems of training and culture where Krishna consciousness is propagated With scientific, complete scientific uh, basis. Ours is the most scientific movement in philosophy ever. So we just have to establish it. The distribution has to be there. Now they have created a a rigorous system um, surrounding their misconceptions. Now we have to create a rigorous system surrounding the factual conceptions, not the misconceptions of life. So the factual conception is only given by Srila Prabhupada. He has already given us the structure, the framework of how to do it. Now we have to dedicate to that mission and then actually take it and execute on it. So, you know, is there any hope means we cannot sit and hope for something else to happen. We have to do it. We have to do it. Now we know already, what are we sitting and waiting for? What are we sitting and waiting for? We have to do it. (coughs) So anyway, the education is continuing. And they are doing their thing now we have to do our thing so they are having very very robust systems okay this class this class um, there's a full schedule okay children has to be admitted here you know, there's so many schools there's the curriculum there is a Ministry of Education and then there is you know there's full how much detail there is and the conduction of exams like the board exams public exams and you know although I anyway, mean, this is all it's a very defective education but they have created a very systematic way how to indoctrinate and then all their education is to avidya karma samgyanya actually it's avidya that's why it, it makes us go into jobs, karma and work for our existence struggle for our existence so it's actually avidya karma samgyanya that is the whole route but it is sold as vidya this is vidya Actually, it's avidya karma Samyanya. So now, we what framework we have to uh, distribute our knowledge. Of course, we don't have such a big establishment, but that's why we have we are having lectures like this. This is one of them, and then there is study. I've, I've started this uh, BVA program, Bhaktivedanta assessments, tests based on reading. That's uh, you know a small uh, project in that direction, but. It's not enough. There is There has to be widespread this thing. So that's why the book distribution has to go on. Hmm. Book distribution, that is a very very important, that is the most important mission in our thing. And book distribution and after distributing books, there has to be a center where people can actually come. Okay, I like this book. Now what do I do? Nothing I can do? Okay, I'll go about doing my material life. No, there has to be a place where people can come. That's why we need to establish temples and then there is association of devotees whatever is said in the book i can actually practically apply now and learn from the devotees how to do it so this is the mission so we have to have regular classes on the so actually if anybody uh, you know have, attends the temple programs and reads Prabhupada's books chants that is education that education is sufficient nothing else is required but you know because people they don't take initiative even devotees, many devotees, they don't take initiative to read. And that's why they don't advance. So there has to be some system to prod them. That's why I started these exams. one reads and then attempts the exams. And at least in that way, I don't care what score you get. But if you participate, then at least you are doing some reading. But it should not be just because of the exams I read. Hmm. Now, what is that? Ragadvesha. Uh Indriyaan paripanthinao so there are rules and regulations for our this thing but we should not just depend on those rules we should eventually have the initiative of our own hmm. uh, just because uh, there, uh, the temple president is there and he will scold me if I don't come for Mangalavati because of that fear I will come for Mangalavati no in the beginning maybe that that's how we start you know but eventually it has to become no, I, I have to come it is for my own spiritual life so whether anybody is there or not there if I am alone also I have to do if I am alone also I have to do so I should not depend on these things you know, uh, these these rules to, to only exist or do for just meeting the minimum requirement no, those are just to give us a starting push otherwise it has to be Prabhupada also said we need to have exams Uh, that way people will read Mm. Bhakti Shastra exams he gave the questions also so like that this is one of the things and there is more we can uh, always expand and most importantly it has to reach out education means not just conduction of some courses and all Mm. to distribute the knowledge book distribution that's what had to be done and then regular classes and all these things and practical service either book distribution or cooking or cleaning or so, in this way, we live on the principles that are mentioned in the Vedic scripture. So, this all culture has to be revived. Our movement is a whole revolution of this culture. We have to turn them 180 degrees. Now, they are going in the materialistic direction. We have to turn them. Eh, turn to God. They are turning directly away from God. So, ours is a revolution. Revolutionary mission. So, we have to take it up seriously. Next. Dhiradas. Brahma Brahmasamidha is part of which Vedic literature? Is it Shruti or Smriti? On Kora, some people have accused that it is made up literature conspiracy of the Gaudias. Please explain. So, it is Smriti. It is classified as Smriti literature. And they say Gaudias have conspired it. But um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, actually it was found by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu only. It was there since many, many, many Ages, It was lost. Actually, the Brahma Samhita is 100 chapters. We only study the fifth chapter. That was the only thing that was remaining. Mm-hmm. The ants, the insects, they ate, all the rest of the 99 chapters, only one chapter was remaining. That was the fifth chapter. And that was found under the ground in the temple compound of the Keshava temple in Kerala. In Kerala, it was found. So, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to dance at one point in the Adikeshava temple compound began to dance especially at one spot with great ecstasy and then he asked the devotees to dig up that spot when they dug up then they found this and those verses were brought about but those are also those kind of truths are everywhere hmm. those kind of truths are everywhere so let them say what they want that we have conspired with them. You know, okay you read Bhagavad Gita then Bhagavad Gita is not a creation of our Hare Krishna movement, right? Read Bhagavad Gita first. They they will never accept anything. In fact, Shankaracharya Chara, he denounced even Smriti literature. Only Shruti should be accepted. That is Word of God. I mean, that is the spiritual sound. Shabda Brahma. Smriti is not Shabda Brahma. Ah, It is something not so important. But no. Smriti is even more important than Shruti. (coughs) We have Govinda Bhasha by Balade Vidya Bhūshan We have, but the thing is, not in English, right? So for us, so that's why Śrīla Prabhupāda wanted to write a commentary in English on the Vedānta Sūtra Just like, Balade Vidya Bhūshan also wrote, I mean, sorry, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, Balade Vidya Bhūshan They all wrote commentaries on Bhagavatam also, but in English Tavare, WHO said India will be highest suicides by 2025 by students we have to preach to stop this our thing is not to stop suicides of course suicides will be stopped as a byproduct if we teach this yeah of course um, we have to stop this but uh, even if they don't commit suicide they are committing spiritual suicide anyway by engaging in material activities. So that is the real thing we have to stop. Hmm. So whether they commit suicide or not, it is a slaughterhouse education. Hmm. Srimad Bhagavatam Prabhupada mentioned it as a slaughterhouse education. Srimad Bhagavatam 1122 purport. The whole system of education is geared to sense gratification and if a learned man thinks it over, he sees that the children of this age are being intentionally sent to the slaughterhouses of so-called education. Heavy, heavy word. Learned men therefore must be cautious of this age and if they are all want to cross over the dangerous ocean of Kali, they must follow the footsteps of the sages of Naimisharanya and accept Sri Sutta Goswami or his bona fide representative as the captain of the ship. The ship is the message of Lord Sri Krishna in the shape of Bhagavad Gita or the Srimad Bhagavatam. So Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam is the real education. Whereas the so-called education system is a slaughterhouse education. Basically kills the real human instinct, I mean human capacity. Human prerogative of learning about the Absolute Truth. Alright, I think I will stop it here. So there are no more questions. Thank you very much for attending and uh, we will continue next week again pranat chaitanya charitamrita ki jay sri chaitanya mahaprabhu ki krishna das kaviraj goswami ki jay shri prabhu pad ki the ananta koti vaiшнаv brind ki jay nitai gaur prem anand hari hari bol krishna